welcome to our Christmas family podcast in our Journey to the Manger series. I'm Grace and I'm on the staff team here at Andover Baptist Church and I've got someone with me. Uh, yeah, my name is Simon and I'm also on the staff team here uh, and great to be with you this fine day. Amazing. So we're going to spend a little bit of time talking together about Saint Nicholas. So if you have been around the church uh, over the last couple of weeks, you will know that our Christmas series is talking all about Saint Nicholas. And this this morning we are going to talk about the things that Saint Nicholas could teach us about Jesus. So Ivan, I've got a question for you to kick us off. Do you have any family Christmas traditions? Um, we... We do uh, like a, a big thing on like Christmas Eve. Um, so when we were uh, in, in Zim, we're a landlocked country. Um, so prawns were quite a big thing. So um, because we wouldn't have any access to the, to the ocean. So Christmas was like the indulgent moment. Um, so it's uh, something inherited from my wife's side of the family. Um, but she doesn't eat prawns. So we do steak and prawns on Christmas Eve, and that's just become something that um, we've carried on here um, to the point where now my daughter eats steak and prawns, and we there's nothing left over. So, um, so that's something that we've we've tried to carry over here. Um, Amazing! Yeah. Yeah. Everyone wants to head to Ivan's house on Christmas Eve for steak and prawns. How exciting! Um, I think growing up in my house, we had loads of Christmas traditions. I think. We're quite a traditions family. We like to um, do certain things. And I always remember um, Christmas kind of started for us at bedtime on Christmas Eve and we'd always read the book, It Was the Night Before Christmas. And I could probably say every single word of that story even now in the tone that my parents used to read it to me. So um, often family traditions they point to something a little bit bigger than mm. ourselves so like for you guys sharing a meal together at a table um points to something bigger it's not just about steak and prawns and liking them it's about spending time with your family and um it's about the steak and the prawns <laughs> <laughs> uh spending time with your family and uh having fun together and traditions often point to something a bit bigger now i wanted to share a new tradition that we have in our family that is inspired by a story that we're going to share this morning and um we uh, do you know the little chocolate coins you get at Christmas, like the silver or gold ones? You get them in a little net. And um, my girls really enjoy on Christmas Eve, um, they write on the tags of the bag, the bag of coins, they write from five and they they sneak out to our neighbours and they drop a bag of coins doorstep and they love to do that. Um, and that is inspired by a story we're going to share in a minute. But first, we're going to give you guys some time as a family to talk about what are your favourite Christmas traditions. And maybe if you don't have any traditions together as a family, maybe you could use this time to come up with one.
amazing. So I hope you had uh, fun sharing with each other, talking about your favourite Christmas traditions. Uh, we're going to share a story now about St Nicholas himself. So get comfy. We are um, going to do a, a brief overview of the story of St Nicholas. So the true story of St Nicholas begins about 200 years after Jesus was alive in a town in a country that is now known as Turkey. Nicholas's parents had lots of money, so he lived a pretty good life. But as well as being quite rich, Nicholas's parents followed Jesus and they taught Nicholas what it meant to follow Jesus too. Unfortunately, when Nicholas was still quite young, his parents died. Although this was extremely hard for Nicholas, he remembered all the things that his parents had told him about what it meant to follow Jesus. At the time when Nicholas lived, there were a lot of people with lots of needs. They needed clothes and water, somewhere to live and things to eat. Now remember all that money that Nicholas's parents owned? When they died, they left all that money to Nicholas. And do you know what he did with it? Nicholas remembered the times in the Bible where Jesus encourages us to be generous and share what we have. Nicholas used all of that money and the whole and the whole of the rest of his life to help people who had nothing. He helped people with no home, no food and bad health. He helped people who thought that nothing was ever going to change for them. Nicholas soon became known all around as Saint Nicholas, the sort of person who helped people when they needed it, not because it was a good thing to do, but because Saint Nicholas was inspired by the story of Jesus. Amazing. Pretty good story, hey? So we're going to draw a couple of things out of the story. Um, I think for me, the, the thing that really pops out of this story, Ivan, is the fact that Nicholas was not only inspired by the story of Jesus, but the the faith of his parents. So like the example that he set to them. Um, so no pressure parents that are listening along to this podcast. Um, when you were a kid, Ivan, did you have someone um, that you looked up to? Um, I came to faith very, uh, not very um, old, but I was older. So I was only 17 or 18. Um, and there was one guy who just was always, um, nothing seemed to phase him. Like, and he was just the guy that, um, was there. He, he, he rocked up for things and events for me or for, for the group of us. Um, and, um, so yeah, he, he was, there was definitely that, um, my parents came to faith later on in life, um, purely down to my sister um as well as you know just having those two people kind of leading the charge for me was uh pivotal in my in my faith journey as well amazing that's really cool isn't it because like in this story nicholas was um inspired by his parents faith but that's so cool that your parents were led by your sister's faith like so kids that are listening to this podcast you can set an example um I think really similarly for me, um, some of the people that still are on the kids team here now, when I was a child, they were on the kids team. <laughs> so I looked up to them um, and the example that they set for us, like pitching up every week, um, always having something exciting for us to do as kids. And it made me start to ask the question, like, why do they do this year after year after year? And some people who wear orange shirts that are in our kids team now, they've been doing it 
you know, 30, 40 years. And that's just such a cool example. Um, and just like kind of Nick, Nicholas's parents, um, that's not just because they love to do it. It's because they follow Jesus and yeah. follow his example. Yeah. It's all lived out. Like you can just see these guys are just doing what, what, with what they had. They did the best of everything for the people around them. You know, it's really, and that kind of, and I think that's whether you have money or you, you don't. The example is, you know, being a community, being together. We're all in it. How can we help the next person? You know, it might not be a big thing, but it could be a bag of chocolates or something like, you know, that could make somebody's day. You know, yeah, I always tell the youth, like, if you, if there's one thing you could do for any one of the staff team is buy them a Coke. Mm. Like, that would change their day completely, you know, and it's just little things like that that we're clearly seeing here from the story of St. Nicholas. Yeah, amazing. And it, like when we were thinking about this, Ivan, it reminded us of a passage in the Bible um, from Matthew 25. Do you want to share that with us? Yeah. So this is Matthew 25, 35 to 40. I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was alone and away from home and you invited me into your house. I was without clothes and you gave me something to wear. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then good people will answer, Lord, when did you see when did you see us hungry and give you give us give you food? When did we see you thirsty and give you something to drink? When did you see when did we see you alone and away from home and invite you into our house? When did we see you without clothes and give you something to wear? When did you see when did we see you sick or in prison and care for you? Then the king will answer, I tell you the truth. Anything you did for any of my people here, you also did for me. Amazing. So that's a little taster for those of you that are in Groundbreakers into what we're going to be talking about in January. Um, but what really strikes me about this passage that I think was something that St. Nicholas did himself was that it's exactly what you were saying just a minute ago, Ivan. It, it's not like massive things to do. Like often we are inspired by people's faith journeys where they do these big things where they like sell everything they own and move across the world and tell everybody about Jesus. But like the, the things that um, the book of Matthew are saying in here are really simple. Yeah. They're like, like you say, buying someone a, a chocolate bar can of coke uh, whatever it's holding the door open for someone um so it's those little things um and at christmas time when there's lots of big things going on big presents and um great big gestures of love um the story of saint nicholas i think kind of teaches us about those little things yeah we we're having this discussion now with our daughter like it's good you know if you're able, do that, you know, do the big thing. Um, but so often it is the holding the door open, you know, the saying hello to the cashier who's probably seen a thousand grumpy people that mm. day and you've called her by her name or his name and, you know, made eye contact. You know, those things are really make people feel valued. Um, so it can just be the, the little thing. Um, we had a moment, um, it wasn't a lot, um, but we were at a, um, a cashier and somebody was in front of us and it wasn't a lot. And, um, they clearly didn't have the extra, mm. um, and somebody in, f we were the next, 
they were in front of us and then somebody in between us. And somebody was like, okay, we'll just put it onto my thing. Mm. You know? And that just like changed this poor woman's thing, you know. It's um, amazing. It's just a great thing to do. That's so cool. Um, so we're going to give you guys an opportunity now to have a discussion amongst yourselves. So um, for those of you who listened to our family podcast last time, uh, we will let you decide whether you're a Littley, a middley, or an oldie. I won't make Ivan choose which one he feels like he is today. Um, and uh, Ivan's got some questions for you to answer. Yeah, so if you're a Littley, what does Nicholas help? Who does Nicholas help? Sorry. If you're a middling, whose story inspired Nicholas to help others? And what sort of life do you think Nicholas gave up in order to help others? And if you're an oldie like me, <laughs> just like Nicholas learned from the life of Jesus, what can you learn from hearing Nicholas's story? And how might that change how you think about Christmas? Amazing. So we'll give you a few moments to answer those questions now. So, uh, pardon the Christmas pun, but we're going to wrap our podcast yeah. up now. Ba-bum, boom. She's been dying for that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, just a few things to think about, really, Ivan, as we like pull all of this together. Um, so, we've kind of talked about the fact that Nicholas did what he could to help people, saw the need, and that's what Jesus asked us to do. Um, and I, I just... As I was thinking about that and as, as I was listening to you talking, I was just thinking about um, how we often go around kind of not actually with our eyes closed, but kind of uh, we're busy at Christmas, aren't we? Uh, we want to like write cards to everyone in our class, which is a lovely thing to do. And we want to rehearse for the nativity, which is a lovely thing to do and all of those busy things. But we can kind of not see what's going on around us. So um I think some things to learn is to keep our eyes open to the need that's around us, but also kind of open our eyes to the Christmas story again. Uh, how many times do you think in your life you've heard that Christmas story? <laughs> Lots. Lots, you can't count it. <laughs> um, so each year as we approach Christmas, we could approach it and say, oh, I've heard this before. I know the punchline. Mm. Guess what? A baby is born and his name is Jesus. Yeah. Um yeah, we had we had just the Sunday actually. We had one of our youth leaders try and redo the Christmas story, oh, okay. kind of bring it up into the uh, into a modern perspective. Uh huh. Um, and uh, you've never seen thirteen, fourteen uh, kids, youth rolling around on the floor trying to like pick the wise men. Who would that be of the day? And you uh, know, who would Herod be of the day? And all that sort of stuff. That's it was really, it was really good. <laughs> So, like, how can we see yeah. it from a new perspective, yeah. just like that, whether that's sitting down and modernising it, um, whether that's, like, picking up your Bibles and um, 
yeah, trying to see something new in it mm. this year um, and be inspired, just yeah. like St. Nicholas was inspired. So we love some next steps around here. We want to give you some next steps to go off and do. So if you are younger, so if you're a Litterly or a Middly, we would really encourage you to watch the Veggie Tales St. Nicholas story. We'll put the link to that in um, the show notes on the podcast. Um, but that's uh, lots of fun. Veggie Tales is always fun, but it kind of tells the whole story of St. Nicholas in a bit of a deeper perspective. Um, we'd also really like to recommend uh, a book called The Legend of St. Nicholas, and we'll put the um, details to that book in the show notes as well. Um, that's a great book. We've got that book at home and just kind of goes again a bit deeper into the story. And if you're a bit older, um, so if you're kind of an upper middly or an older, we'd really encourage you just to read that Christmas story again in your Bibles. Um, but be asking yourself the question, who can I be inspired by this Christmas? So is it is it the shepherds? Is it the angels, the wise men, Mary, Joseph? Um, have a think about each of those characters and, um, yeah, think about how you can be inspired in a new way this Christmas. So um, thank you for joining us this morning and um, we'd encourage you to follow along with our journey to the manger on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. We're bringing out something new, a podcast on a Wednesday um, and lots of fun to be had. And don't forget to follow along um, with your devotion booklet that you have in church. And if you haven't, then you can follow along online on our social media. So thank you for joining us today, Ivan. Thank you for having me. And happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. find the coin in the Christmas pudding thing. Like, how gross is that, by the way? <laughs> that's a little pudding. That's a little bonus at the end of the podcast. That is gross, yeah. Is, and also setting it on fire, like yeah. walking through the house and on fire <laughs> bit of food. Yeah, let's put this random coin that nobody's cleaned <laughs> into this thing. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. That's a little uh, Easter egg on the end of the podcast. <laughs>